and we're recording. Welcome to our podcast. This is the thoughts that count. Thoughts with thoughts. Thoughts. Should we do the um? Thoughts. Should, we do, should we do the theme song? Kendra's thoughts. <laughs> we need our video on for that one. <laughs> well, we need to not do that. We don't need to scare people. <laughs> oh, oh, and also, I just realized Louie's out, so people can probably hear. I like forget. <laughs> okay, yeah, I have to put my duck away. I can't have my ducks out. I can't have okay. my duck out during a podcast. That's so inappropriate. I gotta go put him <laughs> Put your ducks put away. away. Put your duck away. <laughs> okay, there we go. Start. We're good. All right, so I'll just kick us off. All right, so I what I would love to talk about is uh, so you sent me a voice memo Sunday. It was super cool, fun, interesting to me. And you were telling me about how awesome uh, service was Sunday morning. And to the point where I actually was about to buy a flight to head there Sunday night. Because I was like, wow, the way she's describing this, I was like, this is this sounds like the good stuff. So I would love for you to like talk a little bit about uh, what you experienced Sunday morning, this past Sunday, and uh, we'll go from there. Okay, yeah, definitely. So that was, oh my gosh, that was one of the coolest experiences that I've had in like the spiritual realm, I think ever, honestly, like it was one of the top. And like, seriously, I don't know how to describe it, but you could just feel like the presence of like, you could just feel a spiritual president presence in there. Like I had never felt before and I've definitely felt that a little bit in like other areas of life but I could just tell that there was just like healing even in me like there were like things in me that felt like it was like being healed like old things and like as he was speaking there was just like this like resonance and then our friend a mutual friend of ours Ryan um Yeah. And like, he's super prophetic and like, he's someone that we both look up to in the spiritual realm. He even said, he's like, okay, this dude, like I see, or like, I sense like a angelic presence behind him. And he's super like, I trust what he says. Like, I can't sense that kind of stuff. Like I can sense if there's something cool going on, but I don't know like what it is. You know what I mean? And he's like, no, like I sense like an angelic presence, like an angel in armor standing behind that guy. Like I can like feel slash see it like in the spirit. And I was like, okay, that explains so much because he's speaking with so much authority and I haven't really actually gone back to listen to it. I want to, I'm curious if I'll feel the same way, um, not being there because I wonder if like being there was part of like the resonance of the power. Um, it was just like off the charts. Cool. And people were being healed. Like, literally, like, people with, like, physical, like, ailments and stuff were being healed. I was like, what the heck? And, um, like, I could feel it. Like I said, like, it was just this power. And he didn't even pray for me directly, but I felt it. And then, um, so I actually invited a couple of friends. um, Like, Wait, let me pause you before you get to that part. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, because you're going to talk about Sunday evening, right? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, the difference. Okay, before we get there. Okay, so... That was super exciting for me because you sent me a voicemail right as you were getting out of church. And what was so cool to me is I could tell you were deeply affected, but you couldn't actually describe why. Because usually you tell me like, oh, I got this prophetic word 
and it was so accurate and it told me this, this, and this, or like this happened or this happened, but like you didn't really have any articulation of why it was so profound and meaningful. It was just like, I could tell that it just impacted you to the point where you were like on the verge of tears. Like you were like deeply, deeply affected. Yes. And that to me, which I was like, oh, that's, that's the good stuff. Cause like, the stuff where I've been like profoundly impacted, I cannot like articulate it into words so that someone else can understand like what I'm trying to say or like what happened. So I was like, when you said like, like I could just hear it in your voice and you were like, oh my gosh, like I can't, I'm, I'm coming back tonight. And she, you were like, you were like, uh, I, I wish you could come tonight. And I was like, I was literally, as soon as I got done with that voice memo, I was literally looking at flights. Oh, my I was gosh. like, I was like, I, because I know what that is. Like, I know that, like, presence. And there is nothing like that, like, level of presence. And then when you said Ryan Chen was so deeply impacted by it, too, I was like, oh, dang. Because I know Ryan Chen is, like, he's, like, seen, he's seen it. Like, he's seen the good stuff. Yeah. And uh, he's experienced it, like, on a super deep level. So when you said that he said uh, that it was, like, one of the most impactful things he's experienced in a really long time, I was like, I'm there. Like, I was, like, I was literally about to, the minute I got done from that voice memo, I was literally on the way to, like, the airport. But then I was like, okay, actually, I can't make that flight. It's, like, four hours away from me because I had to drive all the way down to San Diego. But, um, yes. I was so excited about that. I thought that was incredible. But um, keep going if you want to keep going about, like, Sunday night and all that jazz. Yeah, so, um, oh, so basically just, like, the full story of that day was that I was super pumped about the fact that there was a prophetic night because there's only, it only happens once a month, and usually our, like, normal pastor does it, who I adore. I, like, love him. Yeah, um, he's the best. Oh, my gosh, he's so gifted, like, the prophetic words I've gotten from him have been, like, the most impactful and, like, just, like, as far as direct words to me and, like, the accuracy and, like, the impact on, like, my soul and, like, my emotions and, like, yeah, talk about healing. That's really, really crazy. Um, but it was the guest speaker guy and he's, like, semi-famous. So I was, like, uh, like, that's pretty cool that it's, like, you know, on the Sunday. And so I invited, like, several friends, I think, like, five people or so that I reached out to or six maybe. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like, I think that you would really benefit from this. And it was just people that came to my mind for whatever reason, one reason or another. Um, and I was like, it was just out of genuine, like wanting to like share it. Cause like, I don't know, like a couple people who came to mind were just like, like had been curious about the prophetic. And then a couple people, I was like, you know, I really feel like this person would benefit like from the healing aspect of this that I felt this morning in service. And so I did. And then like, two people came out of those like six or whatever that I invited and I'm like so bummed because it wasn't the same but it was the same speaker which is so interesting right it was not the same that night and I was like right so upset and um a little bit like bummed that those people came I was like (laughs) hey so uh thanks for coming you should definitely watch this morning's in (laughs) but I think that actually is a really interesting point and you can tell me what you think about this but I think it really like speaks to the fact that it's not always the person it's what's behind the person like literally literally speaking in like angelic form spiritual form like 
whoa, like the fact that like God can use anyone. That's pretty, right. pretty fucking cool. And I, you know, I'm, I'm like trying to view it through that lens, not like a disappointment lens. Cause I was like, oh, I did have an expectation that like that night would match that morning. And it wasn't like bad, but a couple parts were kind of like, like a little bit cringe. And then I like, I don't know. It right. wasn't, it was not the same at all. And I was super bummed, but, um, all that being said, no, it's super. And that's, that's why I was so excited as well, because I could tell you weren't excited about the speaker or you weren't excited about like how prophetic they were or this or that or whatever. Like there was something behind all of that excitement that was like, you were touching something real. Yeah. Cause I was like, that's the thing. Like, that's what I look for. Like, I don't, I literally don't care if the person, like, I literally do not care who's speaking at all. Like, I'm looking for the thing behind the person that's speaking. Yeah. And, like, you got to experience in the morning service the thing that was behind the person that was speaking. And that is, like, <laughs> I keep calling it lately, I keep calling it the good stuff. That's the good stuff. Like, um, and it could be, it can literally be anyone. It could be an egomaniac. Truly, like it can be anyone, but every once in a while, someone will touch that or something will come through or something will surround them. And you get to like, in essence, what I would call it, maybe like touch the other side. Yeah. And, um, and that's a gift. Like that doesn't happen all the time. Like you can have super gifted speakers. You can have super annoying speakers. You can have super prophetic speakers, but you don't always get to touch the other side. Um, no matter how gifted, talented, or whatever it is that the speaker has. Um, it com- But it does come through every once in a while. And when it does, man, I do I do try to follow it. And um, But, like, you know, like what happened here, it was there in the morning. But for you, it was not – you didn't quite see it, feel it, touch it in the evening. Yeah. And it's – it's that unpredictable and that's why it's so also I think it's almost like why it's so like delicious why it's so intriguing why it's so enticing is because like like where is it going to show up next like where am I going to find it next because it usually rarely if ever in my experience appears in the same place twice Mm. like sometimes sometimes you'll get anomalies where it keeps showing up in the same place twice but I don't find that to happen very often. It's it's so elusive. And that's why I think it's, for me, and like I told you, like I want to like, I kind of like want to dive into the mystery of this, like on our podcast tonight, because it is so fascinating to me. And that like, it's so, it's like, it is like the endless mystery to me. It's like, um, because when you see it, like nothing, nothing, nothing else will satisfy but you don't get to see it every day and you don't you don't know where to expect it next and um and that's what and in some ways it's actually kind of what makes it a little bit fun maybe frustrating at times but also maybe a little bit fun yeah yeah that's a good way to put it it can be frustrating at times but just like the element of the unknown and the surprise and like um the unpredictability is super fun. I think also for, especially for like personalities that enjoy spontaneity, like me and you, like we both really enjoy kind of the spontaneous and like the unexpected and the novelty and things like that. 
And for me, I like as a believer, I had grown up like being taught all about who Jesus is and what it means to be a Christian and like all these things. And I went to a Christian school and I like, I mean, I know like all the biblical facts that like any person should know as a Christian, you know, and like all the head knowledge was always there, but I didn't get to ever experience anything like that in the spiritual realm where I got like, we're just like, I would be in tears for no seeming reason. And like chills down, chills up and down my body and like, just like crying until I went to to our church, like CFTN, the our favorite, I guess. Shout out! Shout <laughs> I don't out! Know if we're allowed to like say words. Um, but yeah, like I, the first <laughs> I time love I ever, that you like, ask if we're allowed when it's literally our podcast. <laughs> I know. I'm like, uh, are we allowed? Are we allowed? It's literally no, like... your podcast, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> well, I say fuck a lot, so I'm like, I don't want it to be like affiliated. I feel bad. <laughs> But and you apologize um, every one time you say fuck too. I know, I know. I feel no, bad. I love it. But... I love that about you. I do the same thing. I apologize oh, in God. my spirit whenever I say fuck. But I love saying I... it. I love saying it. I know. I only do it on the podcast because I'm like, what if there's children listening? I feel bad. But I'm like, whatever. Anyway, so it's all right. <laughs> um but a CFTN, like, I don't know. I just think, like, that was the first time I ever really experienced it firsthand. It was, like, two and a half years ago when I got the prophetic word from the main pastor, um, from Mike Maiden. And I was like, this is insane. Like, I've never felt like this before. Yeah. I've known all this stuff my whole life. And it just doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter what you know. Yes. It matters what you experience. Like, people can argue with your knowledge all day. Mm-hmm. They cannot argue with your and also Leo is being a crackhead no don't do that um and so I don't know it was just a really cool really cool unique thing um when I first found it I was like I don't think I can ever go back yeah you know to like a normal church or like I just wasn't a church person for a long time because I was so burned out of like okay, well, today's whatever is something you've heard before right. but said in a slightly different way. Like, I was so jaded. I was like, I, I know. I know, I know, it's I know. It's almost like what you're experiencing is, like, not another message, not another teaching, which you've heard thousands of, you know, probably yeah. by this point. Yeah. You were actually having real experiences with the divine, which it's exactly. like, who cares what the person's saying, like, at that point. If you're experiencing the divine, like, like, it does not matter what the message is or what it isn't or whatever. And so I'm yeah I'm so glad that you're getting to experience that, experiencing that. And I'm so glad that there is, like, sort of a hub um, in Phoenix now. You know, maybe, I don't know. I mean, it's been there a while, but, you know, I think it maybe goes through ups and flows. But um, there's, like, a hub where uh, – there that that people can go and touch that and and that's a gift because it actually doesn't happen all the time and not everyone feels that gets that gets to experience that so when it does happen and when I and when I see it and like I see you and you tell me about you how you're experiencing that I get super excited because I'm just like wow like then it turns from me telling you about oh, like, this is the awesome things I've seen and heard and felt and all these things or whatever. 
at all these different, like, you know, at Bethel or whatever, whatever. Now you're like, oh no, like, this is what I'm actually like experiencing. And it's like, there's no, like, um, there's no, there's nothing that someone could tell you that they've experienced or that they've seen that would compare to the fact that you're seeing and experiencing things. Um, and that's where it like just becomes personal and like it, it like becomes profound and like that yeah. space. And so it's so exciting to me. I absolutely love like whenever you send me your voice memos about about it, it's so it's so fun for me. It makes me want to jump in whenever I can. Yeah, and it's really cool, like you said um, just a minute ago about yeah, now you get to experience it and I don't have to just tell you about it. Like you get to like share in it. And it's so cool because you touched that long before I did. And I never really knew what it was like. Like I would listen to you and I would think genuinely, like I loved listening to it because it was something that I didn't understand. And honestly, it was something that I was kind of like, okay, I don't really, I don't get this. I want to get it, but I don't. And I don't know if this is like going to be true for me or happen for me. But I trust Aubrey and I want to hear her experiences. And this is really just different and like almost kind of just like woo-woo, you know, like, oh, this is like super crazy stuff that's happening. But I was so intrigued. I was like, wow, I wonder if this will ever happen to me. And then didn't help that the person I was with at the time was super (laughs) skeptical and like hateful about all that stuff. He was just like, oh, right. That's like, all whatever. That's evil. That's like all this. I'm like, okay. And so, yeah, so then keep going. If you want to keep going, you want to keep going. Oh yeah. I was just about to say like, it's just cool to be able to share it with you because I want to share this with like everyone that I care about because it's such a part of me now. It's like, if I want to share like a part of like me, like this is like a huge part of what matters to me now. Cause it makes me feel so like truly alive in myself and it makes me feel like more confident and healed like it healed healed. yeah it healed me in ways that I can't even express right it's beyond words you get it I don't need to express it to you but like that's why I love to share with people that I care about because it's like I don't want to have to explain like my soul to you I want you to like understand where I'm coming from with all this cool stuff and I want you to like relate to me and like hear it yourself and like get it you know and you don't get it until you experience it it and you just don't get it until you touch it yourself Gosh, there's so much yeah. in what you just said just now that I want to touch on. The first is that, like, someone can tell you about miracles. They can tell you about incredible experiences that, they, that they've had with the divine. They can tell you about the stuff all day. But it doesn't really penetrate through you until you have those experiences yourself. Which is why experiencing your, that yourself is so important. Like, you can't, like, live off somebody else's experience or, like, somebody else. Because, like, even when I told you, like, the crazy stuff that happened to me or the miracles I experienced or this and that and the other, all this crazy stuff, like, you didn't, you weren't, want, like, most, a lot of people, like, didn't believe me. You were never someone that didn't believe me. You always believed me. But there is just a different level from, oh, wow, this is really unbelievable and miraculous and I believe her to oh my god I'm actually experiencing this in like my own soul like like that is a that yeah, is a like chasm is- like that chasm of difference is massive yes. and so important and like everyone in my hope would experience that 
Oh my gosh, yes. That's so beautifully said. It is such a chasm. And like once you cross it, there's no going back to like just yes. like lukewarm like head knowledge. It becomes different than head knowledge. Yeah. It's something that changed my entire soul and like outlook and like the healing aspect was the biggest for me because I had so much trauma when I walked into that church for the first time that I had forgotten about. Yeah. Like I was aware of it. I was aware of a lot of the things. But it was like, I didn't want to think about it. I didn't want to feel it, whatever. But like the prophetic, like almost just like forces you to feel it, but in a way that's safe. Like it's like, it's safe to feel things in the prophetic, which I love. It's like, you're being like literally held. Yeah. And God, it's so good. Yeah. Like I was just talking to someone about it the other day and um, I don't remember who it was. Maybe it was you. I don't know. Something about like being fully understood in the prophetic. Yes, you're like, known for I, the first time. That's yes, like being fully known. That's why a lot of people just weep. Yeah, when, like Mike made Insta- It's like you don't know like what hits you exactly, but when that person puts their hand on your shoulder, there's like this like feeling in your heart that's like this like something understands oh, me. Oh my god, the deepest yes. part. That I've never actually told anybody. Yes. Like, it feels like all of those parts are being held right now. Oh, and yes. Like, you get yeah, it. Yeah, like, like you I'm so being... get it. I'm so, I love all the words that are coming out of your mouth. <laughs> I'm like, yes. Oh, I love when people get it. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I, I just wish, like, more people were curious about it, at least, even, because... I don't blame people for being skeptical because, again, I can't explain it. It yes. sounds nuts. It sounds, you sound it almost sounds kind of like a crazy person. Incoherent. Yeah. yeah. Like, I sound like, like, okay, well, what is she even talking about? Yeah. Like, the bottom line is, like, I don't know how to say <laughs> it. I don't know how to talk about what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. But it's really important to me, and it's, like, the most, like, it's the most influential thing that's ever happened to me as like a human and like my personality and my confidence and my character and like everything like even my direction in life like getting a prophetic word at that church like every week like I go up for prayer afterwards because I just feel like the prayer team is super prophetic yeah and I I usually send them to you because I'm like look what they said like look how cool this is like I just love sharing it with you because you actually want to hear it yeah I do a lot of people I've, like, tried to, like, explain it, or I've tried to tell people, and it hurts so bad when it's, like, you just, like, shut down, right. or, like, the person's just kind of, like, over. oh, cool, yeah, and, like, it, it's almost more hurtful to me when I tell someone about it, and they don't ask anything about mm-hmm. it, they're just, like, cool, anyway, so I'm just, like, okay, I feel so, and it's fine because it's like it's super important to me regardless but it's like oh my gosh this is like a really deep part of me that I just tried to show you and you're not interested oh that hurt the reason I think about the reason that is is because it is so other like what you're experiencing is so other that and I've said this before and this is what I experienced when I was going through similar things and I was having these profound experiences and I was like sharing them where I felt led to or whatever was that people have to decide if you're crazy or if they have to break down their entire worldview. Like that is, that is the choice often that you are presenting. Damn. And so like neither of those, neither of those are like 
fun options, but the easier one is usually that you're crazy. And true, like that, yeah, so. and, and you have to almost like you have to almost like have grace for people to like recognize that. And that's what I had to learn myself was, and, and that was really hard for me because at that time, like people's opinions, and I mean, God, even still, people's opinions were just so. I hate how much they matter to me, but um, it's yeah, it's just like either this person is psychotic or everything I ever thought I have to rethink. That's a hard thing to face, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, like, that's the thing. I think that's why it's it can be so hard is because it comes from a very vulnerable place. Like, the whole – like, the prophetic is vulnerable. To go ask someone up front to pray for you and, like, allow them to, like, say whatever they want. And then also, especially if you're called out – or like whatever, or like, especially if you're sharing with someone, hey, they, they said this today, and it really affected me like this. That's like one of the most vulnerable parts of me yeah. personally, where like talking about like my feelings or like, you know, insecurities, whatever. Obviously, like most people, that's the case, but especially me, like, I will share it with. Um... Oh, are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, cool. It was like, it gave, gave me a little error message. Um, <clears throat> but I don't know, like, it's just hard. Like when you like, open yourself up, and the person's like, cool. Like, it's like, oh, it's like almost like showing someone like mm-hmm. this really beautiful piece of art that you like, right. helped create, or like you did something that you're like, really proud of, or like you experienced something that like, you're really proud of. And they're just like, that's kind of stupid. <laughs> it's just like, yes, okay. Exactly. That's exactly it. But it, yeah, that's so, you're so exactly hitting it on the head. Because when you experience these things, it's not just, I went to this cool coffee shop or I, ha- I saw this. And you know, it's like, you're actually showing them the deepest parts of who you are, whether they realize that or not. Yes. And they're just like, oh, nice. That's cool. And you're like, what? <laughs> like, that's that's all you got? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. I don't know. And so, but like, you, I've come to realize. For me, it's like I've actually just come to expect that because yeah. I just like that's just where people are, you know. And I'm just I've tried for the most part be grateful for what I've I've been able to experience. Share when people are wanting to listen. Or they're curious but for the most part just know I get for me like I just know that most people just aren't gonna get it they're just not and it's hard to get something you've never experienced it's hard it's really hard for people I think and um but it's an incredible thing because like for me like it's it was an interesting thing um <laughs> I, I come back to I come back to this several times, but I like opening myself up to the psychic realm because I've, I'm very curious about how the universe works and I'm not, I don't have a lot of fear about like, you know, a lot of things that probably a lot of Christians have a lot of fear about. Um, but opening myself up to the psychic realm to just like kind of compare and contrast and have sort of an, like an objective lens and view of things. Um, and like, 
seeing the difference was so incredible because the psychic realm could maybe say a thing or two, a thing or two that maybe were accurate or could apply to you or, or helpful in some ways, maybe. But the prophetic realm was different because you would actually, for me, I was experiencing things where I felt like I was encountering a presence that knew me on such a deep level. Like, I, there's no other words I could use other than like this person that I'm having experience with is beyond the person that's giving me this prophetic word. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure this person made me like this intuitive sense that I'm like, I'm pretty sure that the person is talking to me right now through this person made me like, cause they know me on such a mm. crazy deep level. Wow. And it's like, how are you accessing me on a deeper level than I even know myself? Yeah. That's what I was experiencing. And I was like, Oh my God, this person knows me deeper than I know myself. And obviously it wasn't this just random Joe Schmo that was giving me this prophetic word. Yeah. You know, it was the person behind that, that was like inarticulable, you know, and like creator. Mm. And there's so many words, you know, there's so many different words that we name this presence that literally formed new, made, blessed, chose loves unconditionally you um and those words are all they're all fluffy they're fluffy words until you meet them until you meet those words Mm. and you're like oh damn this person did create form love like choose like knows like then you get the encounter with that presence that actually goes underneath you and you're like holy hell yeah this is it this is this is the stuff this is the stuff like I will forever in some way continually search for this person maybe is the right word you know I I don't know it's always language is so difficult but um I will always continually love this uh this nuance of God, language, you know, language is tough with this stuff. Yeah, I love that. I actually love what you just said. I will forever continually love this nuance. That's so beautiful. Like, that's, that's stunning word picture. I love that. And you're very good with your words, but I get it. Like, it's like, even if you have a gift of your words, the difference between the, like, prophetic and psychic you know, like the different realms, because I mean, I think they draw from like the same energy. We've talked about this before. I think they draw from the spiritual realm, but like different parts of it and different depths of it. And I think the main difference, if I had to like put it into words, would be knowledge versus understanding. So like, Mm. like the spirit, like I've totally looked into like the psychics, the mediums, like the things like that, like all that stuff fascinates me because it's stuff that I don't understand. And I don't really know, like, if, like, for a long time, I didn't know if it was for real. And, like, I'm just such a, I'm a little bit of a skeptic by nature. And I think I'm, like, growing out of that, thank God, because it's not a fun way to live. But, um, I don't know, like, I think, like, someone could tell you about yourself. And it definitely hits you almost like it hits you in the brain, where you're kind of like, how did you know that? That doesn't make any sense. Did you research me? Did somebody put you up to this? Like, you go to your head about it. But the prophetic hits the heart. It hits the understanding. To be known versus to be understood. 
Like you can know someone and not understand them. I actually know a lot of people who do not understand me and it's kind of hurtful. You know what I mean? And when you like tell those people about your, your process and about your experience, you do risk that rejection. But to me, that's like the ultimate form of love. The ultimate form of love is risking rejection. It's like, Hey, like I'm going to tell you about this thing. That's like really important to me. And if you reject it or me or whatever, that's okay. Like I still love you. And that's why I told you about it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it does. It just touches on something that it's just, it's just like beyond anything I think that you experience in day to day life. And, um, so unless a lot of times, unless you've experienced it yourself, there's nothing to attach it to. There's no um, thing to compare it to. There's not a lot of bridges to it. Yeah. Unless you've experienced it. Yeah. And like, it's actually, and, I wish it were more easily accessible. Like I wish more people, like there are more like, like you said, kind of like hubs for it because the only one I've ever found was my church, CFTN. Um, it's so ironic that you went there for so long. I just think that's still so funny. I had no idea. I was like, I found this good church. It's so great. You're like, yeah, I went there to high school. I was like, I thought I went to high school. But, but yeah, like I wish there were more places like that that tapped in that were like, yes, like we, this is like our goal is to like understand people and understand the spiritual realm and like help people be understood rather than our goal is to teach people more things and more stuff that they need to learn because they need to be holy and they need to be righteous and this is how and like all that stuff has its place. Absolutely. It's important. But like, I just know so many people who are turned off to church and like, I'm, I felt the same way. So I'm like, I empathize. Yeah. But, um, there's good reasons to be turned off to church. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of good reasons for it. And there's not very many churches where I would feel like, oh, this is a safe place to recommend people that I really care about to go. There's not a lot of places like that that I would feel that way about. Exactly. They're few and far between. I think safety is, yeah, that's, like, actually a really good word for it. Like, feel safe to go. Feel safe to send somebody. Because a lot of churches just don't feel safe. Like, when I was going through, like, some of the hardest times in my life, people in the church were the most horrible to me. So, like, it's kind of like, ugh, I really understand why people are like, no, ew. But, you know, full of people. We're just a bunch of people. No, yeah, it's so true. And I was talking to my dad about this. Can you hear me okay? Oh, yeah, I can. I think my... AirPods might be dying soon, so I might have to switch them out soon. But I was talking to my dad about this last night, and I was just telling him, I was like, you know, like, I didn't realize how, like, sad. I don't know if that's the right word. Sad. I don't know if dark is the right word. But just, like, uh, maybe, like, uninspiring or not as beautiful as I imagine things could be is sort of like what I'm trying to say yeah the world is you know Mm -hmm. and I was like I never realized that like I was expecting to find this big beautiful beyond the more I explored into the world and I didn't quite find that Hmm. and um and I do I do I'm sorry I do believe in a big beautiful beyond but I didn't find it in the earth and um the earth often like just 
like disappoints so much and um i don't know like there's this there's this like phrase that has circulated quite a bit that's like um the more beautiful world our hearts know is possible you know and i just think that like like there's like an internal knowing that there's something beautiful and true and beyond regardless of what we're experiencing like in our day-to-day life like there yeah. is something more true that runs deeper that runs underneath it all and it is accessible but it's it's not like uh it's not common i guess is what i'm trying to say also my airpods died so i'm gonna try to switch this up real quick with my other. yeah no problem i was just gonna say like on that topic of like you know it's there and you know like it's it is accessible but people have to be at least open to it and I think that is like the problem like we live in such a skeptical brainy analytical society that's like uh yeah but like where's the proof blah 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 and I get it I have a side of me that's like that kind of but it's there's like no fun in skepticism and it's like I have these two parts of me that kind of fight sometimes and I think the prophetic like like conquered like the um part of me that I didn't like about that like I'm still very like I'm still very analytical and stuff but I'm not as skeptical and that's pretty cool you know what I mean I feel like I am I'm like skeptical where I need to be with like self-protection or like people you know whatever if I really need to be but it's like I don't know life's a lot more beautiful when you're like open to things and one thing that came to mind while you're speaking earlier too is that people can only meet you as deeply as they've met themselves. I love that quote. Like I've heard it, I don't know, probably like a couple years now, like it'll randomly pop up and it'll remind me that it's like never personal. You know what I mean? And like the reason people don't experience things is because a lot of times they're just not open and they haven't met themselves that deeply yet. And they don't really want to because they're afraid of what they might find, or they don't think it's worth the work to like dig down that deep or they know what's down there and they're not ready, you know, to face it or whatever. If there's old trauma, if there's old stuff, you know, and it's like you have to be brave to experience things like the prophetic and the spiritual realm. And um, you have to be willing to like not understand and like not know and like rest in discomfort and uncertainty. And that's something that's like a practice, actually, like kind of like meditation like it's like a practice that you if you don't if you do it once you're gonna be like Ooh, I don't think I like this but it's good for you you know so like once you do it over and over again it's like okay I think I like this um and you kind of get more used to it but I don't know it's um that's just a couple things that came to mind it's actually something I've been thinking about like today a lot actually which is like like there's this almost like there's a space you can only go alone and it's like this gift I think that you get when you're on your own which is that you are in some ways allowed to let go of logic and explaining things to other people that can be more challenging than like like if you're with a partner 
like because when you're with a partner you just want to share you want to you feel feel like understood you want them to understand you and you you just like you want to have things that are like things that you can communicate to them that they can resonate with and there's but like this thing that I've been thinking Mm. about today it's like there's this gift in you on your own journey on your own path that you can go anywhere like to the point where you can go places that you could never ever 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 articulate to somebody else like in that way it's sort of a gift and you don't quite have that same freedom not to limit people who are in relationships because you can you can go there but like there is this freedom that you get that is like oh wow I don't have to explain this to anyone like I can just like I can just nosedive here and you know, whatever happens, happens. And I think as women, we have this ability that is beautiful that we don't always recognize to completely unravel and to like be met by life, by the unknown, by like the beauty of the, the mystic realm um that I don't know that men can touch always in the same way and um when you're alone you can I always think of this analogy like you can just like go into the deepest darkest depths of like mystery and beauty and love and truth and like all of these things not to like limit men because they can I mean, it's not like if anyone has this desire, they can't do it. But like, I it almost sometimes seems, sometimes seems like unique to women to have this desire to like, just be like touched by the mystery, by, by like the love that like is underneath life um, in such a deep way. And 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 this is what I experienced in every relationship I've ever had. And the last relationship I had was like, like this was the, with a, like a hippie dude who was like pretty much open to just about anything, whether it was real or not. You know, like like this is a very very open dude, not you know like not fundamental, not anything. Yeah. But like when you're with somebody else, there is this wanting to make sense of the world, and wanting to be able to be a person that you can communicate to someone else Mm -hmm. but that's powerful what you just said wanting to be a person that you can communicate to someone else right Mm -hmm. and logic I think is a rock that a lot of maybe and, and not to always differentiate between men and women like make sense of this as you will sometimes it's the opposite but there's a lot, like logic can be a rock that people gravitate to. And a lot of times men will gravitate to. Oh, yeah, but, for sure. But like, and I'm, I'm just going to use like, I'm just going to use the, like the dichotomy of men and women just because it makes sense to me. It doesn't always hold true. I get it. I'm using no, a generalization, I, but, I, but yeah. here's the thing. Like women can access things that nobody else can access because they do not grip logic with such a death grip that men do like they're struggling to survive sometimes like men will grip logic like like it's the like it's the only thing that like they're like clawing for air kind of thing 
but women don't have that need. Like women can just go to these crazy insane depths and not even need air. And they can just like, they can touch things that are so profound and beautiful and, un- and like to the point where you can't make sense of them. You can't communicate them to other people. And like, that is, that is the gift in a, lo- a lot of times of singlehood. That is the gift a lot of times of womanhood. That is the gift a lot of times of being misunderstood. And that is sometimes a lot of times the gift of being hated is you get to go places nobody else is willing to go. Mm. And and that was that's something I've been kind of like that's something I've been kind of like just like playing with and touching on and like reveling in lately, which is just the fact that, oh my God, I'm alone again. I can go anywhere. Like I can oh. go crazy. And that to me feels liberating. Because yes. crazy is where I've touched God. Like yeah. crazy is where I have seen like lightning shoot through my fingertips and like, sh- like literally like a defibrillator shock someone's heart back to life. Like, like crazy yeah. is like the realms where I've seen stuff nobody else gets to see. And yeah. I get to touch miracles that nobody else gets to touch. So like, I'm like, whole, I'm starting to like, remember the gift of being single again, which is like, oh my God, I get to be crazy. Oh my God, I get to be, I don't have to make sense to someone's in-laws. You know what I mean? Like, I get to get to be completely insane. Like, and there's, I've actually, and I love, I actually love being in a relationship. I actually love being in relationships. It's like, I really do love loving someone, but my God, the ecstasy of allowing yourself to touch the otherness is absolutely unmatched. Like, there's no relationship on earth I know for sure like that can that can come close to touching that otherness where people think that you are a basket case and insane and like just like just like an absolute nutcase but who cares because you're in love you know wow yeah gosh I love so much of what you just said I like had like five different thoughts that were like swarming around. I was like, oh, and that, oh my gosh, yes. And that, I love how you just articulated that because I think that's why people who have been single, and I'm speaking about myself specifically, but I know it resonates with other people. People have been single for a long time. Like I haven't dated anyone since, you know, my ex. And like I've gone on dates, I've, you know, communicated with people, but it never went anywhere. And I think a lot of that is out of fear. And I've always called it fear of commitment, but that's actually not really true because I'm one of the most committed people that I know. <laughs> like I feel like, and you can attest to that, like I feel like we're both pretty damn committed people. <laughs> yeah. Like if we like commit to something, we're in, you know what I mean? Like, or someone, like if I decide to care about someone, it doesn't like just go away, you know? And like, it's sad. Sometimes you have to close chapters and things like that, but it's never because I don't care. So it's not lack of commitment. It's a fear of not being fully understood and a fear of not having the freedom to be misunderstood without hurt because being misunderstood in a relationship hurts. And it's almost like this like thing that I'm like waiting for that. I'm like, I want someone who's going to be so open to me and so like, not even just open, that's passive. I want like aggressive, like receptiveness. That's like, tell me, tell me. I want to know. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And like, you know, like the, the mind is so open 
And I think it would be like a guy who, like, I really resonate with what you were talking about, about men versus women. And I think it goes back to the masculine and feminine energy that we've been talking about before, um, where I feel like men who have a balance between their masculine and feminine, like a healthy balance where they're like, hey, like, I, I can feel things. Hey, I can express these things. A lot of times they're more open. And especially if they're open to the spiritual realm, obviously, I think those are the men who have a great balance just in general, you know? Yeah. And those are the, the, the men who I would, you know, eventually be open to where it's like, okay, you actually might be able to understand me, but there's a fear there. I think you articulated it perfectly. I don't know if I've ever been able to put it into those words about why I'm afraid. You know what I mean? Right. And like, of course there's, there's fear because of a lot of trauma stuff, but I don't really, I don't believe that all men are bad. I'm not one of those people. And that's not why, you know what I mean? That's not why I'm still single. It's, it's a lot of like a fear and yeah. no one wants to be misunderstood by the person that they love the most, you know? Yeah. And it's like the skepticism that just feels very disheartening and sad that I've encountered yeah. with a lot of men and not all, not all. I know some really very open-hearted, open-minded you know, guys that just weren't a match or like I'm not attracted to or whatever. But, you know, it's like to have all of those things there, it's so rare. And I think I'd rather be alone unless I can like find someone who matches that. And I'm, I think you probably feel the same way, like as far as like, hey, like I'm not going to compromise this like level of freedom and otherness of like, and it's not even freedom from a relationship or lack of commitment. It's freedom of mind. <clears throat> mind and spirit, you know, and like <clears throat> almost like freedom from embarrassment. Maybe that's something else that like kind of resonates. Like you don't have to be embarrassed about what you're talking about. Cause uh, you know, if it bounces off somebody, it hurts less than someone that has your heart and soul and you show it to them and then they're just, they just drop it, you know? Yeah. And you, you said something like the gift of being alone. And- yeah. There really is a gift in being alone. And I think I'm still in sort of this process phase of like, you know, does something really exist where I can be fully, 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 fully myself, you know? Yeah. Because I felt like I found a place where I could be pretty much fully myself. Like, for the most part, fully myself, more than I actually even thought was possible. Like, in my last relationship, I felt more myself than I ever had. But um, I wasn't fully, 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 fully myself, you know? (laughs) Um, There's a difference, you know? And um, when I'm alone, I am that. How many people can actually say that? You know what I mean? That can actually say that they're they're fully in the embodiment of who they actually are with with absolutely no compromise that is something that is very rare unless you're alone you know and 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 I don't promote being alone because I don't I don't love it and I don't want to be alone like forever like I don't want that but um I will recognize like the gift while it's here which is that there is 
absolutely no one that I have to impress. Yeah. Or be understood by. Yeah. I think that goes right back to like what we were saying earlier about like people who have met themselves. How do you meet yourself though? You spend time with yourself. You do the things that you figure out that you love. You figure yourself out. You treat yourself like an individual, like, you know, like a dear friend or like someone that you love and you spend time and you're like, what do you love? You know, it's almost like this conversation with yourself. And like, I just like, there's not very many people who have spent time truly alone, but doing the work. Like there's people who spend time alone for most of their lives that don't do the work. You know what I mean? Like doing the work actually is really hard sometimes because you meet parts of yourself that you might not like, but then, you know, they're there and you know, like a more authentic version of yourself. And that's really powerful too. You know, it's like, there's power in knowing all the parts of you, even the stuff that you don't really love and that you're not proud of. Cause that's how you like fix it. That's how you make it better and like improve yourself. And like, it's how you're going to be able to share yourself more authentically. And I honestly think you're more brave than me in that way. Like you're a lot braver in the way that you don't fear being in a relationship. Like I have so much trauma around mine and it's old. Like I don't feel it anymore but it's there. And I'm just like, I'm just afraid, you know, like I know myself really damn well now, you know what I mean? Like really, really well, but I don't want to share that with anyone that it's not going to be safe with, you know? And I think the risk though, going back to like, sorry, hold on. I have that, that little remnant of a cough left for my, my little illness. But, um, I don't know. It just goes back to like, oh, dang, what was I saying? My little cough distracted me. I don't remember what I was saying. It probably wasn't that important, but it was something about um, going back to meeting yourself, to knowing yourself. I don't know. If it comes to- like afraid of being like in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Being afraid of- giving that to someone who it's not safe with and I had another thought I can't remember what it was but it's okay (laughs) yeah I guess um you know I I I do kind of I do love like I I do consider myself in a lot of ways like a mystic you know yeah and for me like I think the most uh like mystics in their truest form in my opinion are people who allow themselves to be loved. Like, uh, you meet, like, go ahead. Oh, my gosh. I just remembered. That was perfect. I was just about to say it goes back to how risking rejection is love. Like, it's something that I said earlier. Like, that's the deepest form of love, and that's what I'm afraid of. So I guess I am afraid of love. Mm. I'm afraid of that, like, giving someone my whole self and my whole whatever and being totally misunderstood without effort and then having that like sense of rejection so it's like am I ready for love I guess not you know what I mean (laughs) if I can't give that but that's beautiful about mystics allowing themselves to be loved yeah keep going with that amazing no okay so we're going we're coming to the end of because we need to cut it before an hour but okay gotcha um so we'll we'll cut this we'll cut this down but um Ready to be loved. That's an interesting thing. I do believe that everybody's ready to be loved. <laughs> I believe everybody's ready to be loved. Is there anything else to be ready for? Like, 
I I think that that's why I love the Mystic Realm. It's why I love the Mystic Realm more than I've ever been obsessed with supernatural healing or the charismatic move or revival or any of these things because when you're able to enter this realm where you are completely known completely loved and you're not just in love like you're not just loved like when you enter this realm you encounter i'm just gonna use the word jesus because i that's 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 the way i know it yeah when you encounter jesus like to such a deep level you're not just loved like you are it's like the feeling of like someone's infatuated with you yeah like like they they are like to the point where like you are a mystery they want to uncover which is a wild thing like this is god in this like if you're understanding it this way you're like you're you're experiencing this with god right you're having this experience with god but like god wants to understand you like god wants to know you mm-hmm. like more than god already knows you like these are the things the feelings feeling things that i've experienced in this what other word do I use besides like realm? Like these are the things. These are the things where that you come across, and the the this is the kind of love that crushes you to the point where you almost lose sight. You lose sight of the fact that even that you're lovable. You just are like, oh my god, you want to lay on your back and just feel yeah this profound thing that loves you to this unbelievable point that like right yeah yeah like there's no no way you could even touch it come like to a total point like it's just it's just it is just the thing it's just the thing. It's just it's a thing. the thing. It is the <laughs> thing. It is the absolute thing. There's absolutely nothing else once you get there. Yeah. And it's it's beautiful. Oh my gosh. Well, do you want to keep do you want to cut it off and then do a different one? Keep going. Okay, yeah, maybe let's just let's call it here cuz we're coming to an hour. Let's pause it. Okay. Okay. <laughs>